Welcome everybody to another episode of the V-Ball Jones Podcast. And today, we have my guy, Nelson Haskin, defense player of the year. What's up, man? What's going on, brother? How you been? Been all right, man. Been all right, man. What about you? I'm in good, man. Just working. I'm on the off-season grind. I feel that, man. I feel that, man. It's a pretty hot summer out there, man. Um, hot. It's been, it's, <laughs> Been pretty hot, man. You sit outside for like two seconds, start sweating a little bit. Sit outside about 10 seconds, you probably got to change t shirts. Sit outside 30 seconds, you probably finna be drenched in sweat. And uh, with these tastes today, we might have a couple of hot takes today, man. I don't know how people are gonna receive it, but we're gonna have some hot takes. Some of them might be hot at the summertime, that is right now. Some of them might be kind of warm. I don't know yet, man. But uh, today, we're gonna kind of get into some of our. Uh, I guess you call them hot takes. I don't know yet. It just depends on how people take it. But uh, I'm getting to our bag a little bit today with this one, man. So we don't we don't know what to call it yet exactly. It's kind of a segment. We've been saying this for like almost a year now. Come close to it. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing we can think to come up with this is don't kill me, but just just hold on. Like, hear me out, man. Before y'all try to kill me and put me on a uh, cross, put me... Burn me on the stake like you know they did back in the day, man. Just just hear us out. All right. So with the first one, tis the season of you know summer league and everything going on. The draft just happened not too long ago. Um, my first thought is going to be the number one pick is overrated. Not a specific number one pick this year, like you know, who it was, but the concept of being number one pick is very overrated, in my opinion. Reason being that um, I think mainly it comes down to pride. Like if you remove like the ego and the like the male testosterone to be like, you know, ego to be like, man, I was the number one pick. I don't think people would care as much because it really comes down to being a good fit. Because if you care too much about being number one pick, you end up being in a terrible team. And now your career is in a downward spiral just because of the situation. You know, I would much rather be a number five pick, but go to a great organization for me, that makes a lot more sense to where I can flourish, I can grow, I can make mistakes, have my, my rookie bumps and move on forward than to go to a program or a, a team on the number one pick, but everybody around me bums, don't know how to hoop, my coach suck, and we ain't got no, or, no organization here, so I look like a bum too, and now I'm a bust because everything around me sucks. So, in my opinion, but the number one pick is very, very overrated. I just feel like he gets too much hype sometimes of like, well, who's the number one pick? Like, it's cool for bragging rights and stuff, man. But like, once you get past that, like, who cares? Like, what's the big deal of being number one pick? Especially if you end up being a bust and you only have like a a legit career or nothing, man. So I just feel like the number one pick is a little overhyped, a little overrated, man. But I don't know, man. What you think? Hmm. Uh, I I can sort of see. I, I get your logic definitely because you know being the number one pick doesn't guarantee you're gonna be the best player in that draft. Cause sure, Michael Jordan wasn't the number one pick. Michael Jordan drafted number two. So oh, a next, lot of people. Next point. Yeah, a lot of people probably don't even realize that. But what I will say is, like, you what one thing you said that that I didn't like was. After the, after the draft night, like, oh, after that first year, who cares? Oh, the team that drafted that guy. They care. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whoever drafted Anthony Bennett, number one, the Cleveland Cavaliers care about that pick. 
the guys who drafted Andrew Wiggins number one, they care about that pick. Like, all that. And, you know, people, like, I get what you're saying. And, and, you know, you got some ground to stand on. But I feel like being number one pick, I feel like it means something to the fact that a lot of times guys draft the number one pick. Like, there's only two reasons to draft a guy in any case, for fit and for talent. So, like, mm -hmm. you might not be the most talented guy, but you might be the best fit for our team. Mm -hmm. So, like, maybe we got, like, the first pick in the draft this year was uh buddy from Duke. Uh, yeah, you know Pablo or something. Pablo, yeah. <laughs> so, if we already got a great player at that position, we might not draft him. But when it came in the case of Zion Williamson, the Pelicans technically had their 0-5 man in on um, – well, not Brandon Ingram because Brandon Ingram kind of played on the wing. But they had somebody that was like on that 4-5 that – I mean that 3-4 position that Zion played. But Zion, they felt like Zion was talent was so great. His potential was so great they drafted him anyway. Like it didn't matter. We're going to make it fit. So mm -hmm. I feel like the number one pick just lets everybody know like, okay, this guy we feel like has the most potential out of everybody. So, I feel like it's not – I don't think it's overhyped, but I see what you're saying, though. Like, you know, it ain't the most important thing, but the team that drafted that guy, like, mm -hmm. it's important. So, I don't know. I see where you're coming from with that, but going back to, like, the first thing you said, like, the team that drafted, whoever cares. So, mm -hmm. Anthony Bennett, Andrew Wiggins, Cat, uh, D-Rose, LeBron, um, uh, like out of all these guys are number one picks, you just name like probably a goat in LeBron, then you just name a bust in Bennett, a really solid role player in Wiggins, uh perennial superstar guy in D Rose, who just you know Andrews cut him short. So the number one picks went from all the way up to the all the way to the bottom. But imagine if Bennett would have went to a better team, he might not be a bust. He might be in a better situation. What if he slipped one or two more picks? Then he would be talked about as an all-star, the same pocket as a Wiggins, or the same pocket as maybe a D-Rose. We never know. Not to say that his talent doesn't, you know, obviously he had some level of NBA talent. Mm -hmm. His talent only ran, like his 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 talent will ran dry after like two seasons. I don't think he was in there more than like four seasons, but he actually played maybe two. So when it comes to where you're picked, that should be more important. Like if I'm getting drafted, if I'm in a draft right now, and you talked about as being the number one pick. Would I rather go to the Rockets with a whole bunch of chaos and confusion? They got the number one pick. Or would I rather go to um, – shoot, I think OKC had the second pick this year. They always have a good job of, you know, building up their talent and developing the draft picks. Like pretty much every high draft pick they had – well, I don't know, almost all of them. They had a really good handful of draft picks that turned out well for them. KD, Westbrook, James Harden, Serge Ibaka. Jeff Green, uh, uh, Reggie Jackson, they just they know how to get talent, good young guys, and develop them pretty well. So if you're telling me I could be the number one pick with the Rockets and not know what's going to happen for sure, or maybe slide to the number four or five pick with OKC, uh, I might want to slide to OKC. Just just because I know I, I'm guaranteed to have a better foundation to stand on where – or to like the Kings where it's just like they got a different coach every half season, and you don't know who's coaching you. Different GM every three seats. Like, come on, bro. Like, you have no stability to, to build on. So, you don't tell them where I'm going to be. You think oh, I'm excited to go to Sacramento 
But next thing you know, you traded halfway through your uh, sophomore season because y'all suck. Like, come on, bro. Like, is it worth being number one pick now when your whole career is thrown up in flames and you got to be at this okay franchise at best or go to a, a franchise that obviously not that good because they got a high pick, a lottery pick, yeah. or and uh, have potential like, really have a solid career? So it's like being number one pick or slide a pick or two less and have a solid career. That's what I see there. So it's like, oh, I'm the number one pick, but now you got the league, or now you're not as good as you could have been. So I just feel like it's a little, it's a little overhyped sometimes to be like, I'm the number one pick. I get um I get I get the ego side of a player. I get it. I completely understand. I'm not talking about that. But take the ego out of it. Does it make sense? That's why I come in. It's like that don't make sense, bro. Like, ah, that team sucks. You you would fit better on this team. So that's why I feel like it's overrated still. And that's a fair point that you might not even be a good fit for that team, and they just drafted you because you might be the like the most touted or like the high have the highest potential. But this is my thing. This is what I would say to that. It don't matter where you get drafted. You can still get traded. You can get, like, like anything. You could go to a team and, like, not like that coach or, like, go. To, you could get drafted by a team that's, like, like you said, I could slide back to, like, okay, to the fourth, fifth pick and go to OKC or somewhere. Like, what if you go to OKC and they got a decent team? Now you getting 15 minutes a game instead of going to, you know, the Rockets or somebody where you would have been playing 28. Cause you like they want you to develop, like like it's a toss up either way. Like it's a it's a certain amount of luck involved with like every mm-hmm. career, like yeah. you know. So I it's just like I wouldn't bank on like I wouldn't be out here just saying I'd rather go to this place because it might be a better fit for me. Like you mess around and go there and like not be getting in a whole lot because this team good. They was already good before you got there. Like, they might not have been on championship team, but, like, they was already trending in the right direction, and now you're just a piece to the puzzle, which, you know, you might be satisfied with that. So, you know, it de- that depends on the individual. Like, if you care about winning and stuff, that's cool. Like, you you know, that's good that you do that, that you care about that. But if you want to develop and be as good as you could possibly be, like how people say um, how people say uh, Kyrie being with the Celtics might have stunted Jason Tatum and them growth. Like, they might not have became the guys we see today if Kyrie would have stayed. Same thing with guys that play with LeBron and them. Like, they don't have the opportunity to turn into stars because they were playing with LeBron James. So, mm-hmm. like, you saying it, you might be better, like, sliding a couple picks back and just being with the right fit for you. Like, there's no telling what the right fit for you is. You ain't never been in the NBA before. So, mm-hmm. my thing, like, I, I – I want to agree with you because, like, I see what you're saying, but I just can't. Like, in my mind, like, I, maybe it's the player in me. It's like, man, take me number one. Because, like, at the end of the day. Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like, I'm going I'm to figure it out. I'm going to go out here and hoop. That's how I feel. Like, I'm going to figure it out. Just give me a chance, you know. And, like, the guy, like, I'm, I'm going to, you know, give me some time to adjust. Let me play. And, like, if I'm going to a sorry, sorry team because I'm the number one pick, that's cool. Like, it is what it is. I'm just going to go out there and hoop anyway, like. Like, I know we probably ain't going to win a whole lot of games, but doggone, I'm going to go out here every night, do my best, and, you know, get the experience. Because, like, ain't, no, ain't nobody expecting a whole lot from you out the gate, no way. It ain't like they expect you to take them to a championship. They just want you to hoop. They want you to develop. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to my coach day one. Like, hey, like I said about, about my coach, I'm going to go to my coach day one. Hey, like, what you expect out of me, what, what y'all brought me here to do? What's my role for the team? And if he say, hey, man, I want you to go out there and try to get 30 every night, then doggone it, I'm finna. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so 
Like, I understand what you're saying, but at the end of the day, I feel like a, a lot of that, a lot of the degree of that lands with the player. Like, you got to hoop. Like, you figure it out, find you a vet, you know, get up with whoever the, the OG on your team is. You know, we had our discussion about that. Talk mm-hmm. to the Udonis Haslam on your team. <laughs> to help to get him to help you figure it out. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, do the best you can wherever you land. So, I feel like it's on you at the end of the day. So, if I'm the number one pick, I ain't overrated. That's how I see it. <laughs> I'm not saying like, the player's overrated. I'm saying the the desire to be picked at number one, it becomes a little overrated. Because at the end of the day, basketball comes down to chemistry. Chemistry is about fit. If, do, if these two players fit together, then that's what makes the team so much more beautiful to work. LeBron and D-Wade didn't work out at first because they didn't have the chemistry because two ball-dominant players like that did not fit. Until D-Wade said, matter of fact, here you go. He go to car keys. You take the steering wheel, and I'll be the passenger driver. Okay, now we fit because now we're figuring out how to play off each other and play off all. Okay, boom. That's where you're getting two championships in four years at. When Steph Curry and KD first came together, they had to figure it out because KD used to be in ball dominant or I give it to Westbrook. He do his thing. It's either any, mini minor mode between which one of us. Mm-hmm. It's a whole off-ball movement stuff. You know that. Okay, see, I got to figure things out to where it works. But now you're talking about KD, who can pretty much fit in any system, he's a great fit anywhere. Like, that's that's the ultimate cheat code. Steph Curry fits in pretty much any system. Like, you can't put them anywhere and they don't fit. But when it comes down to a rookie to develop and grow, I'm not – like, the player in me, like, I'm thinking, once again, ego and pride talking, oh, I could be the one to change this franchise around. That's that's the mindset I want players to go in with. Yeah, the Rockets suck, the Kings suck, but I could be the one to change this franchise around. Speaking of the Kings, DeMarcus Cousins. He said, oh, we're going to go in and ball out. Man balled out. He was putting up 28 and 12 in his sleep. Like, mm-hmm. what more can you ask from him? Had some of the worst coaching. Not one of the worst coaching, but had the worst coaching, like, tenure as far as, like, pretty much new coach every season he had. Teammates going in and out the door left and right. What vets? Everybody getting traded away. Like, the only guy I could think of was Marcus, uh, Matt Barnes. So, it's like, I got a good vet, but then he gone. All right, this coach, but he gone. I hate this coach and he here for two years, but then he gone. So it's like, what's the ability do I have to consistently grow on? Cause it's still balling out, but you know, then you start having to talk stuff, oh, he's overrated because he can't win. His stats don't mean nothing because he got empty stats because they're not winning. So it's like, I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't, because it's just like at this point, I'm giving you numbers. I've been here seven, eight years balling out. Brad Bill been the Wizards and touched the playoffs a couple of times, but he basically gave us empty numbers like so you would rather ball out with empty numbers, be a role player and develop into more like a Giannis and, you know, develop to be the man or be a later, a super late pick and be a, a scrub slash bench player, develop to be possibly come more. So that's just where I stand, where it's like the fight to be number one pick, to be a DeMarcus Cousins, even though he's like the number five pick. Like, man, I'm the number one pick, ah, but the team sucks. So yeah, I'm balling out, but I'm just like, Empty stats. Everybody clowning me saying missing all stars when I should when I'm obviously the best center in the game or at least one of the best centers in the game every year. But now I get nothing for it because the Kings suck winning the playoffs. But that ain't my fault. If I had a better team, a better fit, slide down to number six, boom. Now we in the playoffs. So now my stat, I might not put up 28, I put up 24. I might not put up 12, but I put up six. I mean, not six, that's too far to drop. Like nine. So it's like boom. Now I'm rookie of the year. Now I'm an all-star in my second year. Now I'm on this trajectory to where same career or similar stats and stuff, but now career and resume up is up here now because the fit was a lot better from the beginning. So you give a guy a number one pick, 
his first three years are pretty much a waste because he's playing with trash. That's why people want uh, Zion to leave because the Pelican ain't, ain't doing too much uh, in a lot of people's eyes. But they made the uh, play in last year. They made some noise in the playoffs. So I'm just like, ah. So I'm not saying 100% across the board that it's just like bad to be number one pick. But I think the emphasis should be on does this team fit this player? So number one pick is not over, overly bad, but it's overrated to a point where it's just like number one or die. Draft me number one or I don't care. Like, no, nah, man, it's, it's all about fit. So that's what my argument is. So uh, my last counter to that would be, you like, you, you kind of touched on it when you said that why everybody says I am Williamson should leave. Leave. Like, leave. If you don't think, if you don't think the, the, the organization being ran correctly, if they're not really building around you, if you don't think it's a good fit for you, if you don't like this coach, you don't like this city, whatever. Leave that rookie deal for two years. Two. We just seen John Morant get his bag. We just seen Zion Williamson get a bag. We just like guys is signing for the big money that was just drafted. And they stand with the teams that drafted them, obviously. But we seeing it. Jalen Brunson just went to the Knicks, just signed for a bag. So, you know, like you can leave. Like, I don't know if people, <laughs> I don't know if people think about that. Like, like Demarcus Cousins, you could one hundred percent right. Sacramento not being ran correctly. I mean, I didn't say correctly, but not being ran well at the time. Coaches in and out the door, players in and out the door, trying to figure it out. Can't really get guys to come in, like get uh, free agents to come in and help, you know. But he, like he said, like you said, he was there for seven, eight years, and like and some could say he wasted his best years in Sacramento. Cause then he went. He uh, he tried to leave and go to uh, New Orleans. He got hurt, and then he went to the, the, the. No, he got sent to the Pelicans. They finally traded him to the Pelicans, and he linked up with AD. And him and AD was going crazy for a minute. They had a good little run, but then start start having injuries, and the injuries haven't stopped. So then he went from the Pelicans. Went from the Pelicans. Went to the Warriors. Went from the Warriors. Went to the Lakers. It was, it was bad. Like he couldn't get right. So. That uh, a lot of people could say he wasted his best years there, but he sh- so now we look at it in hindsight and be like, man, he should just live. Then we and you to talk about Brad Bill a lot of times, like we wish Brad would just go ahead and leave. Brad just opted out to re-sign with the Wizards. So mm-hmm. when you when you come to me talking about man, you can slide back and be at a better fit and help your resume and like have a better career, like you can still do that. You just might have to take that two year gap. And just, you know, learn, get that experience, hoop, whatever, get your feet wet. And if you don't like something about it, leave. Because if you that guy, like them two, three years in, if you that guy, you're going to figure it out somewhere else. Or, like, you'll go somebody else going to sign you. Like, you're going to have a good, good amount of money somewhere else. Especially if you hoop for your first two years or whatever. And, like, you know, y'all might not make the playoffs or whatever, but, like, people respect young players that's, that's hooping. Like, I remember when Luca first came in the league, Trey Young, John Morant. When they first got in the league, we respected them guys. We was like, oh, he going he gonna to be that deal. Like, he's going to be that deal. And all them guys still with the same team. So, I'm not I'm not cutting no slack. It's like, hey, if you want if you want championships and rings and all that, and, like, you could be – you could lead. You could go to somewhere that's a fit for you. I ain't saying go link up with the Warriors or go, like, just go to the easiest team to win a championship for but, like, go look for the things that you're looking for. Like, oh, okay, I want to fit. Like, 
okay, I'm John Morant. I want a good fit. I'm going to go to a team that ain't got a solid guard right now or that's got everything but that or whatever. Same thing for Trey Young. Oh, if I'm Trey Young, my rookie deal up, I've been hooping. But Atlanta ain't really building around me. I might go link up with Joel Embiid or something. Like, go somewhere that's got what you need, you know what I'm saying, if that's what you're looking for. But then you got these young guys like, man, 231 million, five years? Trey Young. <laughs> so I, I, I hear you, but I don't hear you. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I see right now. And that last point is exactly why they still sign. So that first contract you get, say it's like 50 mil for three years. I don't know. Just throwing a number out there. Yeah. That next deal you sign from them is 250 or 150 for four years. So you're talking about a whole hundred mil. But what? I will suffer through this next year or two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to just get out there hookah. <laughs> hey, uh, you said I need I need to put up thirty points. <sighs> All right, man. Uh, John what, a contract, man. what a what a contract that man. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you talking about it's it's a big gap between if you resign your rookie deal because I, I forgot what it's, I think it might be I forgot who the deal name after but if you resign on your rookie deal that contract they can max out on you is a nice little gap difference between. That next contract you can get, no matter what. Oh yeah. And it's like some people be like, "Oh, it's easy to give up thirty mil. Thirty mil. Easy. That difference, thirty mil. Oh, it's easy to do. No, bro. Thirty million is is not some chump change, bro. Thirty mil will change your life right now, because I think West either Westbrook or Kyrie just signed a one year deal or resigned, not locked into the contract for like thirty seven mil or something like that. Thirty mil, somewhere around there. What? Ain't nobody finna turn that down, bro. That's that's not an easy thing to do. To be like, oh, just turn out the money, you can do this. You have a contract with your job that you don't like for 30 mil, you will resign that in a heartbeat. So this man actually loves, likes what he's doing. I can go somewhere else a different situation. Like, ah, 30 mil. Ah, that sounds like a couple of nice houses right there. That sounds like a new car, too. Yes. Ah. So that's what that's the, the nice thing I think about when people talk about these deals. So, like, yeah, you can leave after this year, but that bag, ah, you get traded. It's a whole much thing in the contract where you get traded at this time or this thing, whatever the contract deals is different. That's the last little piece that people don't think about sometimes when it comes to that. So you gotta play a long term game with that, man. But I still feel like the number one pick, the the hype of the ego stroking of being like I'm the number one pick is a little overrated, man. Like it, it, the, the fit matters ten times more than just the bragging rights of being the number one pick. So I guess we have to agree this disagree on this one. Yeah, man, it looks that way, man. But y'all, hey. This way y'all come in at though. So y'all hop in the comments and let us know who y'all agree with. Do y'all agree with Brian? Do y'all think being number one pick is overrated? Is it more is it more important to go somewhere that fits? Or do you agree with me with like being a number one pick is like still important? And if you don't like where you are, you could just leave after that deal is over. Or what what do you guys think? Give us y'all opinions, man. This is where y'all come in at. Cause really, yeah. we probably ain't gonna change our minds, but y'all kinda decide who wins. <laughs> So at least if y'all agree with one of us, we can tell them like, hey, nah, the people were told, the people spoke, <laughs> and they said I was right. <laughs> so do that for us, man. Hop in the comments and let us know what y'all think. But uh, is there anything else you want to throw out there before we get out of here, man? Think about that contract, man. 30, 40 mil ain't light, man. I'm telling y'all. No, it ain't light, no. It ain't light at all. I could just go somewhere else. You lose a lot of money, too. That sound cute, but <laughs> that contract, you see a couple zeros on them checks. Now, hold on. Time out. How much? Oh, yeah, yeah. 
stay here? Oh, I got a house here, I got an apartment here. Yeah, my girlfriend. Yeah, I'm good. You know, in Memphis, ain't so bad. <laughs> it ain't too bad. It's, I, like, I like the South. I'm from the South. Like, hey, he from South Carolina, so it ain't too different. You know, I'll make it work. We can rock out. <laughs> Hey man, we appreciate y'all for listening to our new, our new segment. Don't hate me, but or don't kill me, but don't. I'm sorry. We appreciate y'all for uh, listening to our new segment. Don't kill me, but so y'all don't kill Brian. You know he came here. He, he he gave us some good. You know he gave good information on why he believed what he believed. So y'all let us know, like we said, who y'all think won, and uh, be sure to check us out next week for another one for another segment of this. And. Uh, be sure to follow Brian on our social media at Jones. That's Jones on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and on TikTok. So go check him out on all those platforms. And then follow me on Twitter at NellieH34 and Nelson.Haskin on IG and just my name on Facebook. And uh, be sure to follow the podcast on TikTok. Uh, we uh, got a couple videos up there already. And be sure to like and subscribe, man. But we appreciate y'all for listening. And we'll check y'all out next week, man. We out.